Good evening and welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, thunder and lightning. We're getting some terrible weather here. They may, they may chime in and try to be the co-host of this podcast as well. But the person that I know will chime in is my brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? What's up, man? Hey, I made it two weeks in a row. I'm on a, I'm on a streak right now. So, you know. You look like you just woke up. Uh, every day. <laughs> yeah, we got to do shit. So we got a storm. I don't do shit. So, you know, it's, I get tired of not doing shit. I mean, it's a good gig if you can get it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of not doing shit, there's going to be some teams in the NBA not doing shit, but there's going to be some teams that are going to have to do a lot of shit because they got to play extra games to actually get into the playoffs, which according to some people is a terrible idea and whoever came up with it should be fired and shot and killed. Prosecuted, buried. God, that thunder, yeah, definitely, man. That thunder is annoying. They need oh. to stop with all this thunder and lightning. Um, yeah. So the season is over. We've got this play in tournament and quite frankly, it works, right? Like the NBA wanted more interest and it worked. Not because of what, not because of their plan, but because of injuries, right? Because let's face it, no one would care about this playing, this, these playing games if it weren't for the fact that LeBron and Steph Curry are in it. And on the other side, I don't think anyone cares about the playing games in the East, but the playing games in the West, because you know you're going to get two games with LeBron and or Steph Curry, it works, right? LeBron and Steph, the, the Lakers, I should say the Lakers and the Warriors ended up at seven and eight. The winner there is going to go and get the seven seed. The loser is going to have to play one more game to try to get the eight seed. So it's going to work out for the NBA in terms of popularity, but not because the plan is great, but because of the two people that ended up in it, especially when one has been so vocal against it. Yeah. Yeah. The irony there, right? I think it's, I, I find that real funny, but I, I'm actually looking forward to all games. I, there's like some, like I'm interested to see how the Boston Celtics figure out a way to play good basketball and get into the playoffs. I think their game against the, uh, who are they playing? I don't even know. Who they're playing. Wizards. The Wizards. I, Wizards are going to score 130 points. I mean, they love to score. You know, they got. I I think there's some juice there with with Westbrook alone being in the playoffs in the playing game. We know how amped up he gets. I think the Pacers and the Hornets could end up being a good game. You got Karis Levert. You know, like he showed up last year in the playoffs in the bubble, and now he's got a, a chance to shine. He's healthy again, and you got uh, who is it, Lamelo Ball. With the Hornets, they kind of came out of nowhere. They won 30-plus games this year. I, I I like all four games, obviously, having Curry and LeBron, right, to, uh, you know, two faces of the of, of the NBA going against each other. On top of that, you got Draymond Green and, and Anthony Davis, Right. You got the Lakers, the Warriors. Obviously, there's some some, you know, that one carries a little more juice. But I think the other games are, are you know, I'm looking forward to them all. I'm, I'm looking forward to them partially because I'm a sports junkie, but I, I will disagree with you in one spot. I have been on the Celtics bandwagon for a while. I'm off. I'm off. I've been off. I, I, I have resisted for a long time. I've been saying for. I've been saying it for two and a half seasons that they're a good basketball team, that they're going to get it together and they continue to not get it together. And the only interest I have in that Boston Washington game is to see how, how much is that, is that roster going to get completely demolished if they lose? Because I don't think they're going to win that game. I really don't. I think Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to carry that, that Washington team on their back and, and they're going to, they're going to end up winning. But 
I, I just, I can't with the Celtics anymore. I've been, I mean, you know this, we've talked about it on this podcast many a time. I've been banging the drum. They're a good team. They're going to get it together. Brad Stevens, this, you know, Jalen Brown, blah, 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 you know, Tatum. I've been on and on and on. And yet here we are, they're 36 and 36 and they don't even look that good. I mean, at times they look like they look as bad as the Rockets. I just, I just don't see it for them anymore. I'm off. I'm off the, yeah. I'm off the bandwagon. That's it. I've, I've been off that bandwagon a long time ago, but um, yeah, you have. Maybe, maybe Brad, maybe Brad Stevens can get the uh, the guys to put on some uh, Butler jerseys since it's a you know one and done game. You know they could yeah. revert back to some uh, college. Yeah, maybe maybe that's what they have to do. I don't know, but that team is just. I just I don't get it. I just don't get it with that team. I Hold on a second. I'm a little distracted over here. Okay. Go ahead, proceed. Did you get some food <laughs> delivered? Some what? Did you get some food delivered? That would be nice. Yeah, because I'm I'm free. Food does sound good. Yeah. Food always sounds good, man. You know me. Look, uh, real back to, to, to the Celtics uh before we, we move forward. I don't think the Celtics get blown up. Really? I think Danny Ainge. Yeah, I think Danny Ainge gets he he's got to get the boot. I think he totally mismanaged an opportunity to put together a championship caliber team. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they had a lot of first round picks for like five straight years. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got a Jalen Brown. They got a Marcus Smart. They got a Jason Tatum. Good pieces. But around them, you didn't put the right pieces. You know, like, you you know, look, they let Kyrie go, okay? And then you had a chance to get Anthony Davis, and you can't get Anthony Davis. So I, I just feel like Danny Ainge really dropped the ball here. Like, he just, he just failed at the opportunity to really strike gold and put together a good team. So... I honestly think Danny Ainge is the one that needs to get canned and not Brad Stevens or totally dismantle the team. Yeah. I think they got some decent pieces. You just got to add around them. I, I agree with you there, but you know how these things go. Shit rolls downhill. And I think the one that's going to end up paying the price for this whole thing is going to be Brad Stevens. I, I think Brad Stevens, if he doesn't get fired, then they, they're going to completely overhaul the roster. And right. it, it's there's a small possibility – that Brad Stevens gets fired and they keep that roster and try to bring someone else in to manage it, which I don't know that that's the right move either. Personally, I don't think Brad Stevens is the problem. I think you're right. I think it's Danny Ainge. And I think there needs to be some, some, something needs to be done with the roster. The roster, the way it's, the way it's presently constructed is just not there. You know what I mean? Just one man's opinion. Um, hey, do you think do you think Steve Kerr, Stephen Curry should win MVP? I mean, has, he led the league in scoring. Has any has anybody done more with less? I mean, because it, it everyone's been injured, right? Even Draymond's missed a bunch of games. Yeah, it, it, Steph Curry's been a one man show, and in a league where you need a Batman, a Robin, and sometimes a Superman on the side. You know, right. it's just been one guy. So, you know, how how he's even managed to do that much and, and get him to this point. Look, we, we keep we keep talking about this funky little play-in tournament. Let's not gloss over the fact that if they didn't have this stupid play-in tournament, they'd be in the playoffs. They'd be in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. The yeah. So so a one-man right. show, a one-man show with a rotating roster made it to the playoffs. I mean, yeah, yeah it's it's I think there's there's so many good people to talk about for the MVP conversation, right? Because it's, oh yeah, you can talk about Jokic, uh, you can talk about Embiid. I mean, it's just it's it's hard. It but yeah, with Steph Curry, I mean, it's hard it's hard to deny, right? That that he's not the one. And quite frankly, you could make the same argument about LeBron, but in the absence of right, because again, a team a team with LeBron is good enough to be NBA champs. And then a team without LeBron barely makes the playoffs. And they, and the only reason they barely made the playoffs is because he was there in the beginning of the season, because if he had missed more games, they probably wouldn't have even made it. 
So yeah, but I mean, you can't give it to nobody who's played like twenty games less than right, 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 no, either. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, but I'm just saying, you could again but, throw his name in the argument, as silly as it sounds. But I mean, that's proof, right? What's more valuable than that? I think the fact that Curry's one few faces of the, you know, the, the top, you know, there, there's only a select few that are like the face of the NBA, right? You got right. LeBron, you got, you got Steph Curry. Um, I think the just for that fact alone, I think he's going to get a lot of votes and it, it's going to be closer than what we might think. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for so sure. I, I agree with you there. that. I agree with you there. Uh, who would you give the MVP to? I would give it to I, I was gonna say Jokic. Uh but I now that I think about it, what Steph Curry has done has I think has been amazing. I mean, and look, it's not like Denver's the one or two seed. They're the fucking four seed. Right. Okay, so it's not like they had a real slow start to this season. I don't know, man. I, I I'm kind of switching, kind of switching right now, and I'm 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 heavily considering Curry. Yeah, I, mean, I think what he's done is amazing. Yeah, and I mean, look, Embiid is in that conversation. Lillard should be in the conversation to an extent. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget the season's 72 games long, and he, while he wasn't great in the last 10, 15, 20 games, what he did over the first 50 was ridiculous. I mean, that guy was. Again, a team that is carried by one because there's really no one else to uh, to help them, right? I mean, McCollum sometimes, uh, the big the big Serbian guy uh, whose name escapes me, but it's a one man show there. It's you you don't have a Batman and Robin. I would love for Clay Thompson to just suit up tomorrow and or Wednesday and play. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So they can eliminate the Lakers. <laughs> Imagine he comes back with just one game. They run the risk, right? Yeah. He plays he plays lights out. They knock out the Lakers, and then the Lakers have to go play the winner of uh Memphis San Antonio. So give me your prediction yeah. for this play-in tournament. Let's start with the East. You got Boston and Washington in the first game. Um, uh, I'm going with Boston. Really? I'm going Washington. Yeah. I am completely I think off. I I'm completely off the bandwagon. I, yeah, I know, yeah, but I, I think I think the Celtics find a way to do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they find a way, and they just—it's it's one game, and then I think Brad Stevens is the right coach for that one game. For one game. Now, what about in the oh. other game? You got the Pacers and the Hornets. I'm going Pacers, man. I think I think the Pacers. I think the. I think the paces are a little better than the Hornets. I don't know. They, they can score. So we'll see. And the Hornets got a really young team. You know what I mean? Like paces have kind of been there. You know, those guys have been in the playoffs. They kind yeah. of, you know, it's a little more. I'm actually, I'm actually going to go with the young team. And I, and I, think... I, little, I, have, I have some favoritism towards Karis LeVert. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Hornets in that game. Simply because I think a one-game situation, if it stays close going into the fourth quarter, I think it, you know, I think it starts to get tougher on a team like the Pacers, whereas the Hornets, you know, it's just no one really knows what what to expect from them, and I think that's what's going to get them over the hump. Um, it's just the fact that they can, you know, they can just play carefree and not worry about it. So um, yeah. I'm going, I'm going with the Hornets now. You would have Washington and Indiana playing for the eight seed. Who wins that game? Uh, say Washington. Okay, so you'll you'll have Washington and Boston in the playoffs. Yes. Uh, for me, it would be the Pacers and the Celtics, and I think the implosion continues with Boston and Indiana is going to win that game, and um, we'll end up with. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It'd be against the Hornets, right? In my case. Yes. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I think the implosion continues, and it's going to yeah. be the Wizards and the Hornets making the playoffs. Are you writing this down? Because uh, no, know, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to argue about this later. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna, Boston. 
the Celtics may not be that good this year, but they still have Jason Tatum who can easily take over a game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and without Jalen Brown, like Washington doesn't play much defense. They like to score a lot. So I think that's going to be good for Jason Tatum. So you got Boston and Washington making it. I yes. have Washington. Ugh, I can't spell. And Charlotte. They sound so much more uh, impressive when you call them the Hornets. Yeah. yeah. Charlotte. All right. Out West, Lakers and Warriors to get the seven seed. I mean, come on, man. Seriously? The Lakers. The Lakers? The Lakers, without a doubt, yes. LeBron's Look, not the one thing we the one thing people forget about the Lakers is the Lakers were one of the top two defensive teams for you know for a lot of the first half of the season. Yeah. So, you know, you get a you get a little bit of a rest of LeBron, you get A D who, you know, and you got these other guys like Kuzma's look, I don't like Kuzma. But Kuzma turned into like Dennis Rodman for a few games during the season, and he's like scored points and he's played well. So I, I, I think the Lakers will. Um, I think the the Lakers will handle the Warriors. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think really? so. I don't. I don't trust LeBron to make it through an entire game. That's part of the problem. Really. Yeah, I don't. I wow. he doesn't seem right from the ankle. He, I mean, he's come back. He's played a little bit but he still doesn't seem quite right. And I just don't trust that. Um, mm. And I think Steph Curry for one game, if that dude gets hot, he'll drop 50 on them and just move on down the road without the Lakers. So I'm going to go with the Warriors. In the other game, you got the Grizzlies and San Antonio. Who you got there? Uh, Picking the Grizzlies. I'm taking San Antonio. Let me guess you're picking San Antonio. I'm guess I'm taking San Antonio. I you know like if it's a 50-50 game, anytime it's a 50-50 game or a series that involves San Antonio, I always think of Greg Popovich and I'm like, yeah, no, I I, I got to go I got to go with the Spurs. Yeah, I mean I I'm I'm going I'm going with the Grizzlies because I want to see John Moran in the playoffs. I mean, the kid's exciting to watch. Yeah, and that's a good point. And that, you know, I want to watch some entertainment. I, I you know, I, I think I've seen enough of the Spurs over the last 20 years that I'm, I'm good for, I'm good for now. You know, they, they can go ahead and not make the playoffs one time. You're going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, okay. So then you have the, you would have the Warriors and the Grizzlies. And playing the for the last playoff spot. Yeah. Got there. I'll take the Warriors. All right. So you will have the Warriors in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going all the way, baby. I, I have absolutely no faith in the seven seeds. And the seven seeds happen to be the Lakers and the Celtics. So Damn. I'm going to go with the Spurs to knock off the Lakers. And I just... I hate to say it, but I really do want to see LeBron's head explode when he doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, that's that's an interesting, uh, you know, visual. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> because to see him because walk off the floor after losing two one and done type games, it's going to be yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Yeah. I mean, look, a seventy percent LeBron is still, you know, better than fucking ninety percent of the league, like. I mean, you know, true. true. Yeah, right. nah, I mean, it, it's good. It's good for business. But, you know, LeBron is good for business. So are the Lakers. You think he's going to get a couple of calls? Um, oh, no, not a couple. More he's like gonna, you know, he's going to get more than a couple. More than a couple. Yeah, exactly. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about regarding the uh, the NBA playoffs? Nah, man, I'm 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 ready, man. My squad is, uh, you know, is en entering, uh, you know, the real season. So I can't wait for the Brooklyn Nets to to lace them up, and um, you know, it's it's championship or bust, man. It's 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 trophy time. No, nothing else matters. Whatever happened during the regular season, I don't care about. Um, 
I stopped watching their games. <clears throat> like the last 20 games I, I haven't watched. I, I just don't care. Like, I don't care about the regular season. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to watch Kyrie Irving make everybody mad. Like, I hope, I hope Kyrie Irving, I hope Kyrie fucking calls out for a playoff game. For like game two. I just hope he calls out. <laughs> just to piss everybody off. Uh, people will lose their minds. Yeah. People would lose their minds. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think I'm actually I'm looking forward to the the playing games in the West, only because I, look the LeBron Steph game I think is, you know, I mean that's that to me that's the that is far and away the best part of the playing thing, and I don't care about the rest to be honest with you. Um, and then looking into the playoffs, look out west. Um, I think out West, we're going to get good series throughout, especially in that second round. When you think of the fact that you got Utah, Phoenix, Denver, and the Clippers as your top four, I mean, those are those are going to be some good matchups if those four teams advance. But even if they don't, right, um, the Trailblazers can be a real problem. Uh, again, that's a team that if they get hot, they're, they're going to they're going to give someone a, a good dogfight. So I think the West will be very interesting, and in the East. I'm look. I, if I had it my way in the East, only two teams would have made the playoffs. It'd be the Sixers and the Nets. And and I mean, I want to. And instead of a seven game series, I'd make it like a nine game series or eleven game series. Right? <laughs> look, those are the two best teams in that conference, and I want to see them duke it out because I think that series will get testy quick. You know what the I mean? The only other team other than the 76ers that I want to see would be the Knicks. Yeah, for nostalgia's sake, I agree with you. Yeah, just just to you know, just just for Brooklyn to claim New York, you know, that's it. Yeah, and and you know, it will be interesting to see how the Knicks look in the playoffs. I mean, that obviously they've had their best season in a while. You know, they've got a four seed. They're going to be at home for the first round against Atlanta, which would be a you know a decent series. Um, I'll be real curious how they look come playoff time. Yeah, I would be too because you know it's been so long that the Knicks have played this well throughout the season and made the playoffs. Got a mix of veteran and youngsters. Mm-hmm. I think Derrick Rose is really big for that squad, and having Thibodeau there, you know, is going to kind of keep that team a little level-headed. And then you got Julius Randle, who's, I mean, played great basketball. So I think they got a good combination of of young and experienced voices in that locker room. Right. And at the end of the day, they've got Tom Thibodeau, who I think is a very good defensive coach. And I think that helps them. It's going to keep them in games. Sometimes with the grind of the postseason, it's just a matter of staying in games. Right. And I think that Tom Thibodeau is going to keep them in games. He's a very, very good in-game coach. I feel like, so looking forward to that too. Uh, you got anything else on the NBA? No, you already asked me and I told you. You got anything else on the NBA? <laughs> hey, 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 look, I know it's early, but we just got through talking about a little MVP talk in the, in, in the NBA. I want to, I want to start making my MVP case right now in baseball because my man Otani needs to be the MVP. He's leading the league in home runs. He's had three quality starts now. I mean, the guy does it all. Again, we I've, I've said this before, and we've had this discussion. If he ends up with a decent pitching record, 20 starts, call it, you know, eight and four, or, you know, like a nine and six, even nine and seven, and an ERA, you know, two, you know, three, high two, low three. And then he hits the way he's hitting. How is that guy not MVP? How? How is that possible? Mm-hmm. Right? He had a game a couple weeks ago. Well, because ago. you're a fourth place team or third place team. Yeah. But imagine how much worse it would be. They would have to go get two more players to do what he does. I mean, come <laughs> on. There was a game earlier this season where he pitched and then in the bottom of the first, he hit a home run to give himself a two-run lead. There was a game that, last week 
He pitched seven innings and then went and played right field. Come on. The guy has got to be MVP. Who's doing more than him for his team? Mike Trout. <laughs> no, Mike Trout isn't pitching. He's not taking the bump. I think the guy, I think the guy does field maintenance too. Hey, he might. He might. He waters yeah, yeah, the grass. He waters the grass, rakes around home plate between innings. I mean, the guy does it all. Yeah, it's pretty amazing the type of season that he's having because I mean, what is Babe Ruth the last one to have anything like this? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't alive for that. Maybe you were. You're older than I am. Yeah, almost. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're again, we're seeing something. We're seeing something that most of us <laughs> that are baseball fans have not seen. Yeah, I, and it's it's really sad that the team is not better because I feel like they're missing out on a lot of a lot of. Uh, I mean, like you, you talk about how do you get people back into baseball. And a guy like Otani, that's the kind of guy that's going to get people back into baseball, right? Because it's a really unique yeah, but, story. But if, yeah, but I mean, if he plays on the East Coast, I mean, come on. We're not really staying up to watch the Angels, you know, play unless right, they're right. on ESPN or something. You know what I mean? He has, he has two issues, right? One, he plays on the West Coast, so the East Coast doesn't really get to see him as much as they, as they, they should. And two, that team is somehow in fourth place, not very good. Um, but I mean, it, but that, but that, my point is that guy, that story, that this whole thing, this is what is good for baseball, right? People would jump yeah. off, right? Um, right. Look, he even, he even, I mean, strokes some home runs and he kind of stands at home plate because he's got that wild swing and kind of looks at it a little bit. I mean, he's even got a little bit of flair to him. You know, the guy, the, the guy would be it. If he played on the East coast, you'd see all the kids getting the freaking the padded, the padded batting glove to, to look like Otani. It, it would be great for baseball. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the more he, he is uh, successful in the majors, I think we'll see, we'll see maybe a few kids, you know, want want to take that route when they get older and, you know, do high school and college or, or whatever. So, I mean, you just, you know, you never. But the way I, I, you know, while I think you're partially right, I just don't think, I don't think we're going to, we're not going to see it in this country because in this country, we baby pitchers from a very young age. I mean, if, if there are high schools that if they get their hands on a good lefty as a freshman, they immediately take the bat out of his hands and make him a pitcher only. You know what I mean? And we're talking about 14, 15 years old. So I don't think, you know, we've become conditioned to really baby pitchers. That's why pitchers don't pitch complete games very often. Right. That's why we have that are bloated. Um, So I I don't think we're ever going to see it in this country. It's going to have to be someone else from overseas. Right. And I, I wonder how he made it through the system doing both because in Japan, while they're not as, uh, while they don't pander as much to the pitcher as we do, they still kind of take care of their pitchers. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, time may end up being a, a once in a, you know, a generational player. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who who can actually do both and do both? You know, at a high level. So you're right. We we may never see this again. You know. Yeah. But, but the guy is he's on pace for some good stuff. It's a shame that his team is so terrible. Yeah, I mean the division is not all that great either. So I mean, it's still early. Hopefully, hopefully they can turn it around. I would I would like to see them in the play. I really want to see Mike Trout in the playoffs just because the guy is, you know, what he's doing is you know his numbers are just crazy. Yeah, he he is he is must watch TV. Imagine imagine if Trout and Otani played together on the East Coast. They would be on even ES- in this, even in this even in the Central. Yeah. like you know, if they play if they play for the Miami Marlins, the Miami Marlins would be on TV more than the Yankees and the Red Sox. Oh yeah, I mean it's crazy. 
It's crazy. But unfortunately, they're out there. Um, <clears throat> what else? Uh, hey, did you see the play last night with Manny Machado on first? Uh, I watched the replay. Yeah. So I watched the replay. I didn't watch it live. So just to bring everyone up to speed, Manny Machado's at first base. Uh, I don't remember who was batting. Guy hits a ground ball, a, a relatively soft ground ball to second base in front of Machado. The second baseman comes up, catches it, and Machado, I don't know what he tried to do or what he wanted to do, but it looked like he slid into him. He, now he didn't slide hard into him, but he, he kind of slid into him, and he's still 30 feet away from the bag. So he, it wasn't a slide to get to the bag. Did you think it was dirty, I guess, is my question. Well, my first question is, is that play legal? Right? Because then the second you base... slide in the middle of the base path like that? Like, what? Like, is it legal? Plain and simple. Right. Because if it's not, then it's fucking dirty because he absolutely slid into him. Right. So here's the thing, though. You can slide... So... You know, it, it, I thought it was funny because I've never seen I've never seen anybody do that. Like, yeah, me, neither. me neither. Now, 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 here's the thing: you can in baseball, right? The rules are pretty much you can't touch each other because it's interference. So right. if a if a fielder is running to get a ball and he knocks the you know he bumps into the runner, the runner gets the base he was going to. If the runner bumps into a fielder while he's trying to field. He's automatically called out. So whenever they make they make contact like that, it's it's usually they, they determine who's at fault and that's you know that's who gets punished. But at second base and, and at third base too, I guess, guys slide in to break up double plays all the time. And the rule is when you slide, if you can reach out with your hands, right? If you if you slide to the left of the base or to the right of the base but you can still reach it with your hand, then it, your slide is legal. So mm -hmm. in, at any point, if you slide such that you can reach the base in your slide, then it's legal, right? So guys slide, try to slide into the player so that he can't make the double play. And in this case, the Cardinal second baseman did not make the double play because he actually fell over Machado because he didn't expect him there. And I thought the same thing that you thought. I thought, well, that's interference, right? And I don't understand why that call wasn't made. Was it dirty? Here's the thing. I don't think so. And, and I know that's going to be an unpopular opinion, but I'll tell you why. Part of the reason that guys slide into second base, even when they're not going to break up the double play, is because they don't want to get hit in the face by the guy throwing the ball, right? And to be honest, major leaguers, second baseman and shortstops, they sidearm that ball to make sure that guy gets out of the way, right? Because mm -hmm. the lower he is, the, le you know, the less. So they sidearm it sometimes. And so I think Manny Machado thought the guy was going to throw it. And that's why he, he kind of wanted to duck because it wasn't a graceful slide. He kind of wanted to duck and he ended up sliding into him. And so I don't think it was dirty. I think he was trying to avoid getting hit in the face. I'm not buying that at all. <laughs> if you believe I'm sorry, that, bro. If you believe that, I have a bridge I'm selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. I mean, look, I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. Okay. To me, it didn't look like he was trying to duck. Like, it looked like he slid into him. So, I actually think... I. I think it's a little dirty because I've never seen it. I don't know if that second baseman's ever seen it. And I don't know if he was expecting it. No, he wasn't. So that, that could have been really bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you he could... wasn't the second baseman was not gonna throw the ball. The second baseman was gonna tag him. And then throw the ball. Right. Right. He, but, but he wasn't gonna like throw it over him, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. But but Machado, I think I, I really think Machado thought he was going to throw it. Like, I got to get down. But, you know, it, 
maybe he didn't think it all the way through. Maybe he thought, oh, I'm going to be out and he's going to throw it. So I need to just get out of the way. But here's the thing. You also see guys, to your point where it was dirty, you see guys, a lot of times you see them running. And if they're going to be out by a lot, they just, they veer off, right? They veer off quite a bit to just get out of the way. They're like, oh, fuck it. I'm not going to break up this double play, right? I'm not going to run the risk of getting hit in the face. Um, so, it, you know, he could have done that. And I mean, Machado's been around for a while. He's not a rookie, right? He yeah. probably knew he could have just rolled out of the goddamn way. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's a tough call. I, I guess, I guess my, I guess what I really want to know is if that's legal or not. I, and, and to your point, I don't know the rule off the top of my head, but if I was the I manager, either. I'd have come flying out of the dugout. If I was the Cardinals right. manager, I'd have come flying out of the dugout and say, that's interference. I get the guy at first too. Right. Like I, I get yeah. that other out. Um, right. Now, I think, I think theoretically, I think the rule is because Machado interfered with him, Machado is automatically out, but you can't make the assumption that the guy at first he is going to right? Because what if it's right. someone really fast like me, right? I beat it out. I, I beat it out all day, every day, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, wanna, you run a 4.2 easy. 4.2? I'm in the threes, bro. Oh, damn. Three hours for the marathon. so yeah but i still would have i would have come flying out of the dugout and made the argument hey i get the guy i get the i get the double play i don't just get machado yeah yeah that was you know again (laughs) something we've never seen before happen in in sports like it never fails right there's always something and you know machado is not the most loved person in the mlb I'll be curious the next time they play, which coincidentally will be in St. Louis, not in San Diego. I wonder if a pitcher doesn't try to enforce those unwritten rules. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well. Everybody knows about them, but they're not written anywhere. Right, right. Because they're unwritten. (laughs) You don't have to write them down for them to be rules. Right? That means I can make up my own rules. Do you write down all of the rules that you have for your kids? You don't know how to no, write. I don't. <laughs> huh? You don't know how to write. Well, I already told you I failed third grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's got unwritten rules, man. It's it's okay. It's going to happen. That's what I'm going to start telling my kids. It happens. Hey, man, it's an unwritten rule that I had from, you know, way back when. From back in the day. Look, I understand that you don't want to be grounded for not bringing me a beer, but it's an unwritten rule. <laughs> You're just going to have to deal with it. Oh, you walked in front of the TV during the game. You're grounded again. <laughs> unwritten rule, man. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the unwritten rules. I'm going to do that tonight. I'm going to do that tonight with my son. I'm just going to say he's going to say something about you're grounded. Why? Unwritten rule. Unwritten. <laughs> What's the rule? I can't tell you because I haven't read it myself. You know, I wonder if there's a book out there, you know, like the unwritten rules of parenting. There's got to be. I bet no. there is. No, because they're unwritten. <laughs> All right. Look it up. Let's yeah. let's do that. for So for next week, let's come up with some unwritten rules of parenting. All right. Bet. God. I don't have any rules. I'm a terrible parent. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I'm I, I'm just glad yeah, the you are. Still, You're a terrible parent. I, I'm just glad the kid's still alive. You know what I mean? Well, that's all that matters. He's bre- he's breathing. He'll be yeah. all right. I mean, the fact that he's alive. What else does he need in life? You know, like everyone talks about being a good parent. I'm like, is your kid still alive? They're like, yeah. You're a good parent. If you haven't yeah. killed him. I mean, right? You're a great parent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like, and I've got two that have made it out the door. So I count those as wins, right? Oh, yeah. Those are definitely wins. Now, the last one, I still have a couple years, but he's pretty resilient. Like, I don't, you know, I don't pick him up, so I can't drop him, right? 
I mean, true, true, true. And 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 he's become quite a tough guy. So, I mean, the chances that I'm gonna kill him, I don't cook, so I'm not gonna poison him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm looking pretty good to go three and zero in the parent department. That's impressive. Well, you know, that would be an impressive record. You got a little bit longer to go. Yeah. Don't don't break her. Yeah, I'll, I'll try. You know, it's a little different with uh, females. Yeah, she's going to break you at some point. Yeah, I'm sure. What I'm else, sure. What else has caught your eye around the MLB this week? Uh, Man, I've just been watching the Mets. That's it. Mets are seven and three in their last 10, and it feels like they're three and seven. Like, they have injuries up the ass. Somehow they're still in first place. That whole division is a shit show. I, I thought it was going to be so much better, and it's. I guess it, it it's it's a pretty good division. All, all all the teams are within three games, but I mean, I feel like Philly's that one team that's just going to turn it around because their 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 issues are like fundamentals. They their defense sucks. I think that can be easily fixed. You know what I mean? No, so, it can't. Yeah, it can. No, no, Alex, if they haven't fixed, those are grown men out there. If they haven't fixed it by now, they're not going to fix it, bro. You are still not good at math because you're a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are just not going to change, man. And and it's the same thing with them. I, I don't, yeah, I think no. that's going to be an issue for them all year. I think that's just, that's just the way they yeah, are. I'm not- I'm not willing to say that just yet with uh, 41 games in. It's season's too long, man. So I agree with you. It's a long season, but let me tell you, those uh, those 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 defensive problems, those are not going away. They are yeah. not a good team defensively. That's just the way it is. And you know, I mean. It is what it is. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. That that division overall is. It's a bit of a mess, right? Because there's no one in that division that really kind of stands out compared to the rest of the division. Um, they, they all all five of those teams, except for maybe the um, the Marlins, they all basically look like five hundred teams, right? Like they look like. They look like 80 win teams. They don't look like 90 win teams or 95 win teams. They don't look like, you know, you know, uh, uh, league contenders to go to the world series. They don't look like that. And I think this is what we're going to get all year. Uh, As far as the Mets go, it's concerning with all the injuries. Um, And yeah, they're seven and three in their last 10. They look like they're three and seven because they just lost three in a row. But remember before that they won seven in a row. So it's really kind of hard to tell what they are. Obviously they're not. Yeah. Obviously they're not a, a 700 percentage winning team. Um, but you know, you just don't, you just don't know what you're going to get with them going forward. It, it's really hard to tell at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully. You know, the, know, the, you know, the other team that that's been bitten by the injury bug here recently is the Yankees. And I know we sound like a, a couple of homers here talking New York sports, but now Stanton is out. Uh, Hicks is out, but I mean, he was playing terrible before that. It's, it's looking dicey for, for that team all the way around at this point. Um, they just, they just can't, they can't fight off these injuries. It's, it's, it's gotta be maddening. I don't feel bad for the Yankees at all. So they can go up in flames for all I care. <laughs> I don't think that's a very good team to begin with, healthy or not. I, I just don't think that's a good team. I don't think they have enough pitching, and their bats are just hit or miss. I don't, you know, I, I don't think that they're overpowering. You know, these are not the Yankees of the uh, 90s and early 2000s, no more. Yeah, you know who is uh, a good team? And I think we're going to see more and more of them be a good team throughout this season. I think the White Sox look like the real deal. Now, I know you were kind of campaigning for them before the season started. You thought highly of them. Um, and uh, you Last know, year. Well, last year, but last year was a funky season. So I think you're, you're still kind of campaigning for them a little bit this year. 
they look good. They've got good pitching. That lineup looks – that lineup is a lot of work, is a lot of work. And, um, you know, I, I think they're going to be a serious contender uh, as the season goes on. Yeah, I mean, that team can just – they just hit home runs. I just don't understand. They oh, yeah. hit home runs, bro. Like, they can rake. They can absolutely mash. I mean, look look at their pitching. You know, they got a, as a team ERA of three point two seven. I mean, that's not bad. Know, that's, that's good for fourth. I yeah. mean, in the majors. So, I think they they're one of the teams that threw a no hitter this season, right? Yep. Yep. So, White Sox are looking good, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially in a season where the the Twins, who have been, you know, on the top of that division for the past couple of years, they're not playing too well. So. They look might be a chance for them to, to take this division outright. Yeah, they look they look awful. The Twins look like they need to completely go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Um, what about the Giants? You think the Giants are are the real deal? Are they are they gonna are they gonna hang in there? I mean, it's a good start over forty games, but you know. That's not. No, I think they'll fade. Ah, I think eventually they'll fade. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch enough fucking giant games to be honest with you, but I do know that the uh, Padres and the Dodgers are in that division. So, you know, it's. I think they have the overall better, better squads. Yeah. Um. They're not they're they're not doing it on hitting. I mean, they're hitting 225 as a team, so they're hitting below the league average. They're doing it on pitching, um, which is hmm. you know pretty pretty impressive because uh, I don't I couldn't name one starter off that team. Uh, you know, so what's the Posey still there? Well, yeah, but he's not a pitcher. Yeah, their team ERA. Oh, talking is, pitcher. Their team ERA is 329. So. Uh, they've got Alex Wood, but I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really kind of surprised that they are as high up as they are. Hey, but you know, there's always a team that starts off really high, like the Mets have done it in the past, and then they fucking fade. I mean, Johnny Cueto's you know, just, and I think San Francisco is one of those teams. Yeah, I can't imagine that they're gonna that, that they're gonna be in the fight all year long. At some point, they're they're gonna cool off. But um, it it is surprising. Forty games is not an insignificant stretch, you know. No, it's not. It's a quarter it's of the season, and they're sitting a half game up yeah. on the Padres and, and up on the on the Dodgers. So, I mean, I, yeah. I think at the end of the day, that Dodgers team is way too good. Um, and, and look, I don't know, man. I think the Dodgers, the Dodgers. The Dodgers might be that team that gets bit by the injury bug that, you know, we'll look back at the season at the end and mm-hmm. say, man, they had injuries all throughout the season, and which is, which is the case. Now Corey Seager's out. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Um, did, yeah. they, did they finalize a deal for Pujols? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I'm glad he landed somewhere. I'm not a, I'm not a big sentimental guy, but it is kind of sad when, you know, a guy gets re- released like that and just kind of he's done, right? I'm glad he's going to get to finish out the season. But think about it. If you're the Angels, if I'm the Angels, I got to look at the situation and what is he actually contributing at this point? I mean, have you seen Pujols run the bases? I mean, it's it's – I mean, look, it is what it is. He's fucking slow. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, yeah, no, what? I don't. Look, I don't. I don't blame the Angels for. I don't blame the Angels for doing what they did. Uh, it's pretty clear that he should have retired before the se- You know, before the season started, and you know they they can only do so much, right? At, at the end of the day, they have a responsibility to their their team their people, not just Albert Pujols, right? There's other players and coaches on that team that deserve, deserve, and the fans, right? Deserve the best product possible. And so I don't blame them. 
but it still does make me a little bit sad. You know, Albert Pujols has played a obviously a very significant period of time in the MLB. It's kind of sad to see him get tossed to the side. I'm glad he's going to be on another team. You know, he's probably not going to contribute much, but then he can at least finish out the season and retire then. Yeah. Yeah. So does he end up with a Angels hat in in, in Cooperstown or does he end up with a Cardinals no. hat in Cooperstown? Cardinals. Yeah. Cardinals. That's how I feel. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. It, I, just, I mean, I, he's, he's been, he's been with the angels for a while, but yeah, I, I still think of him as a Cardinal. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Cardinal. Good deal. All right, man. That talk about food earlier has got you thinking about eating, doesn't it? Yeah, man. I got to go grab a bite because, uh, if not, I'm gonna pass out live. Well, not live, but you know, on the podcast. That makes yes. me, that that makes me want to talk to you more. <laughs> Go ahead, talk. I'll pass out, and you just talk. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the way it always is, right? <laughs> well, let's wrap this puppy up. As always, folks, you can catch the Positive Sports Podcast on YouTube if you want to watch us. If you want to listen to us. Just pick your favorite podcast platform to listen to, and you'll find us on there. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, whatever your uh, favorite podcast platform is. Hit that up. Type up Positive Sports Podcast, and you will find us there, our smiling faces, just like on this mug. No faces on this mug. Well, that's not a face. This side of the mug. Face. A good-looking face. (laughs) But that's the logo right there. You look for that you'll find us. Uh, If you want to reach out to us and uh, share your thoughts on the baseball season so far or the NBA playoffs or just about anything else sports related, email the show positive sports 10 at gmail.com positive sports one zero at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Alex, Alex, how do they do that? On Twitter at Brooklyn Gaucho one. I've been MIA on, my, on on that Twitter account, but, uh, you know, now that the basketball playoffs are back, we're going to get back on it. Been inactive. But, uh, yeah, make sure you follow me on Twitter. Twitter. And if you want to reach out to me, you can do so on Twitter as well, at emontana21. With that, we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. As always, folks. Watch more sports, get more positive sports podcasts, and we will see you next week. But most importantly, ignore the negativity, be the positivity. Peace.